Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Authentic Life Radio. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I'm Sarah Moore. Raider. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm going to address this, if I may. Fine. I'm just, we're just going to start right out of the gate. Um, Drop it. Just change it. I I might do that. Please do. Uh Please do. I think I might. There is... Coming from, okay, can I just tell everybody that Sarah kept her um, ex-husband's name for the kids, which I totally understand and respect. Mm -hmm. I really do. Um, But coming from a child who does not have any knowledge of ever sharing a last name with my mom, it's okay. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, though, my, that's what my kids know. And I was just, I was trying to keep some continuity, but I don't know if it really, there's just, there's so much change and I don't yeah. really know. Um, and I've, I'm having people that in my life that are now calling me Sarah Moore. I like it so much better um, because I don't have to have that tie. Right. It breaks ties. It allows you the freedom to define who Sarah Moore is. Mm-hmm. We. We know who Sarah Raider was. Who was Sarah Raider? Let's get into this. I like this. This is good. This is good. You like this? I yeah. Sarah Raider. Sarah Raider was broken, beat down, afraid, and insecure. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of those things are true. Sarah Moore is none of those things. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Rader tries to hang on sometimes, and Stephanie has to tell her where to go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, it's so funny that um, we all, I mean, all of us are obviously on a journey. We are. And, and there are obviously parts of me that Sarah Moore, as a, as a little girl, took into her marriage. This third person is really fun. <laughs> She is fun. Bless her heart. That's all I want to say is bless her heart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Um, McKenna and I had this whole conversation about how that's actually an insult. (laughs) Yeah, down in the South. Yes. Yeah. You know, my family, a lot of my family lives in Tennessee. And then when something's going wrong and you just look at them, bless bless their heart. heart. Bless their little heart. Yes. Okay. So so we're going to bless Sarah Moore's heart (laughs) for just a second. Then that turns into Sarah. And I was totally on a journey. Um after I got married to, you know, to grow up, to be, um, to be who God intended me to be. Mm -hmm. I will say this though, that the, um, situations that I, the situation I found myself in being married, um, I was being held back from who I was created to be. And God has lovingly allowed me to be basically rescued out of a situation where I was never going to be. It really puts a new spin on ball and chain. (laughs) Oh boy. This podcast. Okay. (laughs) You were held in place. You were shackled to something that was unhealthy for you. It was. And I think that I'm sure that my ex would say the same thing um, about me. I know that actually, I know that he would um, because that was part of the reason why he said it would be better off if we divorced. Um, so it and that's 
That's fine. I fought for my marriage for a, the longest time. Thinking, a very long time. Um, thinking that it was going to be the right thing uh, for myself, for my family, and even for my ex. And I think that if we both would have come from a place of holy giving ourselves, I think that it could have been that way. But he, um, bless his heart, <laughs> made other choices. Right. Um, so I guess we opened up this podcast. You can only own your own actions. Correct. And your own reactions. Yeah. For how the marriage played out. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny is that people, we just opened up with the... We're just going to lay it all on the table because this is Authentic Life Radio. Yeah. And life is not always pretty and it doesn't always fit into boxes and, you know, organized little yeah. pieces. So that takes us to... It does. That's beautiful. I love this in chapter four. We're just going to jump right into that because... Or is it... Cha- it's, no, chapter it's chapter four. chapter five. That's chapter five. Oh, chapter five. Oh. That? I love I love the title of this chapter. Yeah, hello, my name is Trust Issues. And she says she talks about how um she what she struggles with with how she struggles with uh, trust, but she says, I want life to be as stable as a math problem. And I love that because you know, two plus two is always gonna be four. It was a four yesterday. It was it's four today, it'll be four tomorrow. Um but she says this, and I this'll take us into kind of what what I would like to, how mm-hmm. I'd like to tell my story a little bit, but she says math equations don't experience breakups and letdowns. They don't get cancer or have their best friend get transferred and moved across the country. They don't have affairs or unmatched affections. They are highly predictable. Therefore they are easy to trust. And then she says life and relationships aren't nearly as tidy. They're not. And so I'm just going to put this out here because it's just part of my story now. Um, and I told Steph when we got off the last, when we were done with the last podcast, I said, I really just want to be able to express where I've been the past five years and in no unclear terms of kind of him hawed around it and whatever. But my ex had his first affair in 2013. And, um, I say first affair because there were multiple affairs, um, bless his heart. Um, and, um, so that's why we stopped doing Authentic Life Radio, because at the time, I didn't think that I could authentically share that, um, because I was fighting for my marriage. My problem was I could too authentically share that, but it wasn't my story to tell. Yeah. And um, so I'm just going to lay that out there, because I really want, my heart's desire is to, has always been women's ministry. It will, that's just where God's put me. Um, but I want, I think that he's leading me in the direction to help women who have been in in my same situation. And I can't do that if I don't say exactly where I've been. Exactly. I can keep, I can keep, I can keep dancing around it and giving hints, but but I just need to say that, um, that that's been, that is my story. Um, and it's not to put my ex down. It's not to do anything that's truly not in my heart. Now there are times that I really will say that I'm struggling with anger. I'm struggling with the, with having to give up what I thought were my dreams and my hopes that actually they were my dreams and my hopes to have an in, intact family to, to go to weddings together that I've saved toys for that. My kids grew up with for our grandkids and just on and on and on. I could keep going, but, um, that is not where that's not where I am. Life is not predictable. Relationships are not tidy. And so what am I going to do with that? Now that that is my story, am I going to, am I going to trust God with it? And know that he's going to work good in it, or am I going to 
stay shackled and full of shame because that is now my story. And that's not where I'm going to be. I'm going to live in the light. Because that's who Sarah Moore is. That is true. Sarah Ann Moore. Um, so Which I, is a great story yeah, in so itself. But um, We can tell. I can, we'll talk about my middle name some other time. Uh, right. That's why I was going to. I yeah. don't. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be a right time. Yeah. There sure will be a good time for all of that. But names have significance. Yes, they do. Um, how we, how we look at ourselves, how we, um, the labels that we stay under and that I don't want to stay under a name or a label anymore where first of all, I feel rejected. I don't feel wanted but that's not who I really am. Um, God says I am wanted. I am, um, loved. Yes. Adored, accepted yeah. for exactly who he created you to be. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that's, kind so of- you should, I don't know, maybe reclaim that. Yes. Which, <laughs> which hasn't got a lot of explanation here, but for me and Sarah that she, that's language she understands. Mm-hmm. I, I'm speaking Sarah's language you right now. You are speaking my language. Um, <laughs> we're going to make an appointment for the courthouse when we're done here. So, you know. You know, it's funny. I actually, I probably just need to tell my lawyer, which is interesting. And I, I really, and I know this is weird, but my lawyer was so good to me. Um, he took care of me in so many ways didn't charge me, um, what he could have charged me, um, probably let things go. And, um, there were times that he spoke like harsh truth to me, which I needed to hear. And then there were times that that he would look at me and say, I can't believe that this is what you're experiencing because he got to see a bunch of stuff. And he would say, I admire your faith. And I know that, that God's gonna work good in this. Um, so I just, Anybody that happens to know a lawyer (laughs) or has bad connotations, my lawyer was so good to me. He was. And he fought for me. Yeah, he did. And I am so appreciative of that. I ended up not um, getting everything that I probably wanted. And, you know, I I can look – I'm trying to look at it from the the viewpoint of my ex, which he would say that I got more than – that he you wanted deserved. To, yes, or that he wanted to give. And so, you know, it's a give and take in that. So, but I just really Well, those two go it. hand in hand, don't you? More than, in his opinion, more than you deserved is more than what he wanted to give. They are both held in the same hand. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yes. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting as time goes on to see how how much I how much I'm, I feel like God wants me to share. And it's, again, I know, I think I talked about this the last podcast. I'm walking this fine line of trying mm-hmm. to be respectful, but also trying to tell my story. Mm-hmm. And, and I really hope and pray that cause I, and I will be honest, I'm still angry. There are parts of me that are still angry because well, there are parts of it that are not over. I was going to say your children. I was going to ready to say, because it's an ongoing process. Right. It is, you know, I, it's not cut ties, turn around, and it's over. Right. I have a sibling who went through an affair, and luckily they didn't share. Did I say an affair, or did I say divorce? You said an affair. Shoot. Okay, that's okay. No, no you don't have That's fine. 
my okay. my sibling I don't, he experienced an affair went through a divorce um and luckily they didn't share children you know so i'm not saying that that was any easier or whatever but he but that's over yes cut ties move on unfortunately for me it's not like that and so trying to learn how to set my own boundaries try to be respectful, try to be a good mom, try to do all of these while dealing with the hurt that has been caused. It's a chore. It really is Mm -hmm. a chore. So, um, I don't want to beat a dead horse. (laughs) I think you're doing it beautifully. No, I, yeah. Um, okay. Just because, just because we struggle with things doesn't mean we can't do it and it still looks pretty. Right. That's true. Um, you are, doing and i think you need to hear these words you're doing a very good job of trying to be respectful and i'm not just talking about here you have your safe places where you can share your anger you have your safe people who have your back i mean seriously we've talked about the links i will go to step up for you i know i can't say those here but (laughs) they are vast and imaginative <laughs> so this is fun this is really fun this is fun but i have been watching you for a very long time you've seen all my ugly haven't you i have and we've even had our own ugly which we is, have again i love i just i love that i love that you've seen the the good in me you've seen my you've seen my ugly you've seen my bad and yet you stick around i have not i did not experience that in my marriage and that's what's been hard is that you can make yourself so vulnerable to somebody you can give everything and then they're like and they can still not want it yes that or just say mm, no thanks um that's too much that's too ugly that's whatever and i really think the word too t o o is the worst word in the english language to use as a descriptive word for anything that comes after it. Mm -hmm. Who are you to say that I'm too much or that I'm too sensitive or that I'm fill in the blank. It is not for anyone to say that you are too of anything or not enough Mm -hmm. of anything. And that goes, I mean, that goes, I mean, obviously goes for all of us. It goes for all relationships because we all have different life experiences. We were all built differently. God built us with unique personalities, with with unique gifts, <coughs> unique talents. And it's so interesting that one of, some of us can turn around and just say, well, I wouldn't do it like that person or that person's to that or not enough of this or whatever it is. I love the descriptor when Jesus says, take the... Um, Take the little thing out of the speck out of your own right. eye. Um, ste- I mean, because you have a plank in your you eye. Have a pl- right, Sorry, take right. the speck out of, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. I do. Um, it is enough. How wise is that? Because we don't, we can never see what somebody else is going through. So many times we're so focused on what someone else is going through that we don't acknowledge what we're going through. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or back to what chapter three with the lady at the gym Mm -hmm. and the the perception of um you know referencing back to uninvited chapter three where you're living your life through the perception of what other people think of you that is not a healthy safe way to live Mm -hmm. you have to 
let God define who you are, who he created you to be. Let him fill you up to be whatever it is that he is calling you to be, whether it is too much or um, what did someone tell me? My son yesterday told me I was too extra because you want to know why I'm too extra? Tell me why. Because my Christmas stuff is up already and I bought lights for the outside of my house. (laughs) Nice. That's exciting. (laughs) And my son said I was too extra and I told him he could get out and walk in the rain. (laughs) I'm assuming he stayed in the car. He did Mm -hmm. because I'm just that nice. Yes, you are. But I also saw I'm just your, too nice. <laughs> too nice. But I also saw your son right before we came to podcast come and give you the longest, biggest hug and tell you that he loved you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but that, you know, it's fun. Because to- it's safe to say to me, mom, you're too extra. Because he knows that I know that he doesn't really mean it. Mm-hmm. No, you're extra special. I will tell you. I will say that. <laughs> I'm extra something. <laughs> um, so it's just... I have to, I don't even, Steph knew that I wanted to come here and tell, you mm-hmm. know, part of that, part of that side of my story and just blurt it out there because I just, I need to be able to be fully free to acknowledge my story. And I will continue also to say that I know that I made mistakes in my marriage, but I can also say, I look at Steph and Cliff and know that they've made mistakes in their marriage too, and they've made it work. Um, you know, yeah, obviously, I mean, no, absolutely, because no marriage is perfect. No relationship is perfect. We've messed up. We've hurt each other, and um, it's not an excuse to give up and to walk away. Um, and I think also that if there's anybody listening that's struggling in their marriage. It's easier to get up and walk away. It's easier to go look for something else. It's easier to go get the next high. It's easier to to pursue whatever it is instead of digging in and fighting for for good. Mm-hmm. And the grass isn't always greener on the other side because life and relationships are not tidy. Mm-hmm. And you know they can be tidy for a little bit. They can be tidy for and fun and and exciting for a, a bit for a when, time, but life will start to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, the furnace will go out or the car will break down or, you know, it's not always going to be this pretty little box that we try to create it to be. And what's so awesome about that in and of itself is that it shows our need for Jesus. Absolutely. It shows that we can't, we can't do this on our own, that we absolutely have a need for a savior. And, one of my favorite authors and favorite books is um, Gary Thomas, and it's called Sacred Marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about how marriage was never intended to make us happy. It's to make us holy. Absolutely. And I love that concept because... Because nothing will drive you towards holiness faster than living with someone else. And it doesn't matter... That is your complete opposite. And it does, Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> right. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Um us being my daughter is learning this with a roommate yes and i was gonna say you and i have learned that over the years of you know how can i mean not all the time is our relationship hunky-dory no happy go lucky whatever it is there are times you and i have had to stick in and dig deep to have the relationship that we had and it again it makes us holy not only holy but more whole and complete because god's able to transform because we do have weaknesses. We do have, we do have things that are, you know, where he's trying to 
to grow us and anybody, another person's going to be able to do that. We can continue to try to change the people, change the situations, change the circumstances, but we still take ourselves with us. And God is so gracious enough to say, I'm going to keep putting you around these same kinds of people because that's where you need to grow to become more like Jesus, who's the ultimate perfection of what it meant to be human here Mm -hmm. on earth. And at the end of the day, the only people we can change are ourselves. Mm-hmm. You have to be open to allow God to change that. Yes, you do. And and to realize that you do need to change. Realize that there are ways that, and it's okay to, to be imperfect. Um, it's okay to, to let our weaknesses show. It is. Here's what she wrote in the book. Um, is this chapter five? This is in, yeah, in chapter five that we just read. So there are only two things that um, I really That's underlined as I was reading. That's so funny because this chapter to me was so meaningful. Oh, no, because, it was meaningful, oh, no, but no, no, I was no. taking it all in. Right. I, okay, I was just I really. But you, for me, just the trust yes, issues. No, well. absolutely. Mm-hmm. But she, um, so the two things that um, what we will, this is the the second one is a direct um tied to what you were just saying Mm -hmm. but the first is um what we what we see will violate wait a minute what we see will violate what we know unless what we know dictates what we see god i love that absolutely i love that it goes you know my husband studies tony robbins um to the ends of the earth and he (laughs) said what we focus on is what we feel Mm -hmm. it's the same thing Mm -hmm. you know where I, I just I love it anyway. But what you were just saying was, with the fullness of God, we are free to let humans be humans, fickle and fragile and forgetful. Mm-hmm. Yes, and if we continue with, to try it with the fullness of God, the, yes. we are free to let other people, people be people that and fail. We are free to let them mess up. We're free to not try to get our. Um, our significance, our worth from what someone else is doing to try to make us feel absolutely. And, um, because I know that I can be fickle. My emotions can go from one extreme to the next, depending on a show that I watched, (laughs) the commercial or (laughs) the commercial commercials can really play on you sometimes. Or, um, you know, what's what, how much money is in my bank account or mm-hmm. how, if I've gained some weight, if I've, you know, if I've lost some weight, if, um, it, it just, my emotions fickle. are fickle and then I know that I'm fragile. I know that I have things in my past that make me more susceptible to certain things. Um, and so that's just, that's just, and my personality, you know, um, I, li- I li- we live in a fallen world. And so they're just, there's the result of living in that we sometimes suck as human beings. I mean, that's just, that's just how it is. And I know that I'm forgetful. I, I can't, I wish there's going to be a time where I know I want to come on here and just say the ways that God has taken care of me over and over and over again throughout my life. And over the past, you know, five years, I mean, the ways that he has shown up, he has been tangible, um, has been unbelievable. But today there are times, I mean, I know that I have forgotten his the tangibility of it because something else happened. Right. And if God in his perfectness, I can forget about all of that. Why would I expect, or why would I put that on any other human being? That's just stupid. Absolutely. That's just absolutely asinine. Um, as much as I love you and as dear as you are to me and just, you know, I adore you. 
Thank you. Um, I can't get my worth and value based on how you feel about me. Because it's not meant to come from me. Correct. I love this verse that she, she quotes here in Hebrews. It was right after that with the fullness of yes. God. We are free to let humans be humans, fickle, fragile, and forgetful. But then the opposite of that is Hebrews 13, 5, and 6. And, and, and it says, for God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. So I will have no fear. What can mere people do to me? Um, same thing if God is for us, who can be against us? That goes in Romans. Um, but what can mere people do to me? There, I guess, I mean, Paul could have, he was experiencing, he, he had experienced so many hardships. He had been put in prison. He had been, he was constantly being tormented. But he's asking the question, what can, what can anyone do to me? Because truly God is my helper. And I need to have that kind of faith, but it's hard. Absolutely. It is. Um, and then I love this too, because she talks about how we have to go again to that fullness of Mm -hmm. what God says. And she says, if we become enamored with something in this world, we think offers better fullness than God, we will make room for it. We leak out his fullness to make room for something else we want to chase. And I know that I am so guilty of that leaking out God's fullness so that I can make room for what I think will make me happy. And in the end, never really does. It never satisfies. Because it was never meant to. Correct. Um, we brought down our dreams. We did. Um, that we, that we want to share. With that being said, these dreams, although they're, I know that they're good and, and, and they, God wants us to have dreams because he's about the beauty. If you look around the earth, you see how he created everything in, in beauty and it's exciting and it's good. But these dreams, that's not going to make us full. No. And, but they were never intended to because only God can do that. Absolutely. But it's good to dream. It's good to dream. It, it's, it's great to dream. And, um, yeah, I don't make this list so that I will be full because I already am. Mm-hmm. That's beautifully said. You are already full. So this comes out of the overflow of how God's created you. Yes. And our dreams are completely different because we're different people, but they're still great dreams. They are. And um, I want to do in my power everything that I can to help you fulfill your dreams and to encourage you, if I could, and I and encourage you and cheer you on, even though they're different, um, because... I love you and I want what God wants for you. So, and I want the same, right? I do. I know. Um, do you want to keep talking about this? Do you want to talk about our dreams? I think we'll move into the dream since we already mentioned it. Perfect. But, um, I loved chapter five. Yeah, I I really did. It was, It, it really, it really is. Um, she also then just wrote back. I love this story that she tells. Oh, about the Father Maria. Yes, when she's talking about the Goths, because and I want to because she just mentions that yes. by Bob and Maria, but his book, Bob Goff's book, Love Does, yeah, is incredible. It it it's this tangible way of doing life, truly loving people with absolutely no ex- expectation of performance, and um, and she talks here about 
how she struggles with performance. I think mm-hmm. especially girls who have experienced rejection early on in life or, and I, I, I shouldn't just say girls, anyone that's experienced rejection early on in life feel like that they have to do something in order to earn God's pleasure, to earn God's acceptance. And that's but God's just, pleasure, love, and acceptance is freely given. Right. You don't have to do anything to earn it. Correct. That's what makes it great. Right. And um, that's what's exciting because I think once we can embrace that and live in the fullness of that, then we can live out the way that he's intended us to live. And when I say that, um, as a follower of Jesus, I know that I live in a fallen world because of... of um, sin entered the world. But when Jesus came, he said, I want to bring the kingdom of God here. And that's what he was, has been about his, his whole, his whole life was showing what God's kingdom is like and, and how that, and and he embodied that to the full. And, um, so now when he, he allows us to experience that kingdom in the here and now, because if we're followers of Jesus, we can participate in the kingdom now. now. And, that's, I think that that's what's exciting about dreaming, too, is because when we fulfill the dreams that God has placed on our heart, we're helping bring his kingdom here because we're showing goodness. We're showing abundance. We're showing all of these things that he wants to pour out over our lives. And um, he pursues us and chases us so that we can be a part of that kingdom and then show it off to other people. Um, so, um, yeah, I... I want to be more filled with faith and more filled with abundance so that I can step out and do what he's created me to do. Mm-hmm. I really, really do. That's my heart's desire. That's my heart's cry. I don't do it well sometimes because there are times that I want to just, well, there are times that I just go back to bed and pull the covers over my head and say, okay, not today. There are plenty of times you want to hide. I, or oh, we were just talking, um, who was I just talking to? I guess I was talking to Megan. So um, I had a great surprise on Friday night in that I came home from the grocery store and my garage door would not open. <laughs> so I really did not want to park in the driveway because, well, let's just face it, I'm a spoiled brat. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to pull into the garage where when I got back in the car on Saturday, my car would be dry and um warm (laughs) i'm a spoiled brat my garage door would not open and so from the driveway i called my husband who was inside the house and said hey my garage door won't open will you look and see why and his garage door is currently broken um the 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 buttons on the wall don't work his garage door at all so i have this fear that at any moment mine is going to die and so I will you come look at why my garage door won't open and he's like sure I'll be right there I'm sitting in my car I still have my music turned up really loud because I am you know I'm in my zone in the car and the garage door comes up and Megan was Mm -hmm. standing in my parking space she had um we had been talking earlier in the afternoon and on FaceTime it was me and Megan and Matthew and McKenna were on um, FaceTime and just talking. And while we were talking, she 
I guess, missed us and wanted to come home. And so she got in her car and drove home. Mm-hmm. And Friday night surprised us with a visit. And then, so the plan was that she was going to miss one class on Monday. She only has one class on Monday. So she was going to miss that class on Monday and go back today. Yet, last night at dinner, she got an email from her teacher. So two of her classes today were canceled because of election day. And she was going to go back for her next class. That professor emailed last night and said he was sick and not in any form to teach class. So here's your work to get done. I will see you guys on Friday. All right. No. Thursday. Thursday. And and so she's like, I'm staying an extra day. That's awesome. So she's going to go vote. And we're but anyway, we're. We're in the car. I've been spending a lot of time with me. I spent all day with her yesterday. It has been really great mm-hmm. to just have that again. And we were talking about being by ourselves. And it spurred this whole like thinking in my mind. You know, I don't, I don't always need to be surrounded by people. You know, sometimes I like, mm-hmm. I, I need my solitude and, and I need to be alone so that I can fill up and, and recharge and then be who God created me to be again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I need my time. I need my time to refuel and, and to be ready to, to go give. be in the world again, mm-hmm. to go give in the world again. So wanting to pull the head, the covers over your head and hide, I very much get it. It's, it's part of, sometimes it's part of just hiding Yes. But sometimes it's part of recharging to be who you were created to be. Mm-hmm. For me, though, the past, especially several years, I've. Well, you do want to hide. I have. I have wanted to hide. I've wanted to not face the reality of my situation. And God is standing at the foot of the bed going, Look, if you don't get up, I'm going to freaky Friday your butt out of this bed <laughs> and fling you into the world. Yeah. And. <laughs> so Sarah very timidly crawled out. <laughs> And there's still days, but yes, I mean, but I, I, I have to be honest, it's been hard to fe- face is. the reality of so much loss and so much change, change. so much, all of it. And, and your brain can't comprehend all of it. I mean, let, I mean, if you really it takes think, time to process. Yeah. If you really think about the brain and how, it, how it functions, I've been, I, you know, I've been doing research on grief and there are some people that are able to just jump right back out up, but I don't know if they actually process anything. I don't, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. but Either way, we're all created differently. So exactly. we process things in different ways. Not one's not better than the other. It's just the way that it is. Um, and I feel I'm getting stronger every day. Praise God. <laughs> and don't feel like having to, you know, I wake up excited, you know. You're not hiding anymore. No, I'm. You're really not. No, no. Um, I can, you might feel like there are days where you want to hide, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, I'm looking at you, you're not hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel. You also have no reason to hide. Mm-hmm. And you have nothing to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. It's And you should proudly and boldly step out into the light and be who God created you to be. Mm-hmm. Again, it's hard when you've heard so many things about yourself, some, some, some true, need- some definitely not true. And it's just hard. Um, 
when all your, when you, especially when I feel like all my ugly has been exposed. Um, well, here's the great thing. When all of your ugly has been exposed, baby, there's nothing left to expose. Oh, I, I get it. Stand up and be, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. You need, you need to do what I did in 2012 and you need to pray to Jesus to start showing him, which I know has been your prayer. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're just now starting this. Showing you who he says you are. Mm-hmm. Shake off the labels. Mm-hmm. Oh. I I cannot tell you how freeing it is to completely... And, and maybe maybe I'm one of the people who just turns and doesn't really process... But to turn off what everyone has said you are or who everyone has said you are or what they think you did or, you know, turn all of that garbage off because a lot of it is just garbage. Right. (laughs) And listen to the truth of who God is saying you are, what God has says says that you have done and what God says that you're going to do. Mm Just shut out out all that garbage. And I know that it is hard. I'm not saying that it's I'm not saying that it's not. But when you turn it all off and turn away from it because it's not true. Mm-hmm. I hope you can see the seriousness of my eyes right now. Like I, didn't I like- can see I can literally I'm hearing in my head some of the things that have been poured on you and stamped into you and stomped on you. And I'm telling you, they're not true. Mm-hmm. So turn them off and turn away from them and take steps forward, which you're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that you're not doing it. I don't want you to ever think that I think I that you're that. not. Because here's the other thing. What I think doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? I mean, here's the, for me, it does And I'll tell you why, because I know you really, really love me. I do. And anything that you say or anything that you do comes out of this heart of love and this heart of care and concern for, for me. And we all need people in our lives like that. And as I'm sitting here listening to you speak that, that truth, that, you know, basically what you're saying, it was what Paul wrote, I have to take captive every every thought and make it obedient to Christ. Absolutely. And, and. There are going to be things that have been poured over my life that are true, things that are definitely not true. And I have to take it all, um, take it all captive and say, okay, God, filter this through and, and tell me what is true. And the only way that I'm going to do that is by getting myself in scripture, reading truth and listening to people who truly love and, and, and have a heart for me that aren't out for themselves, that aren't out for what I can do for them. And that is how I know that I'm going to get to a place where, um, of health and wholeness. Um, and, and that's what I'm trying to do. Um, and when I, when I was sitting here listening there, are, I know that there are people out there that, yes, Stephanie was saying it to me, but there's people out there that really need to hear that exact same thing spoken into their lives and into their heart that, Whatever has been spoken over your life, whatever the enemy is trying to destroy you with, it's not true because not. that is his intention. It is to dis- to kill and, and destroy. destroy. 
And and it's just the opposite of what Jesus does when he says, I've come to bring life and to give it to you full and in an abundance. And that's what he desires for us. And so that's the only way that we are going to to help bring God's kingdom here is to live in that fullness and that abundance. And that's by shaking off lies and deception, coming out of the darkness, not hiding, not being full of shame, because that is where that's where the garden, that's how it started was people being full of shame. And that is not God's design or his heart. What I love also about God is that when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they were hiding in shame because of what, who they thought they had become. Right. God asked the question, where are you? God knew where they were. That wasn't the point. The point was, I want to be with you. I want to see you. Don't hide Don't from hide me. Don't hide from me. Where are you? Because I, I, I'm, I promise I've got a good plan and I know that... Um, you don't, you don't have to hide. And God graciously comes and takes care of the needs that they have by <laughs> covering up their shame. God covers up our shame with his goodness. And if we allow him to do that over and over and over, we can live in, in light and, and not have to hide. Absolutely. That's for later. <laughs> Oh, I love that. So I'm writing, but so I'm talking and stuff's starting to write. I'm thinking, oh, she's going to have something good to share. It is good to share. It is good to share, but we've talked about protecting people in that, you know, and so it's a thought that I want to share, but, um, it's someone who is protected by the filter of, you know, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's just, it's also good to have filters. It, um, it, it is. Well, nah. Yeah. Okay. It well, it what, is. well, it is good. You and I don't have filters no. with each other. No. I mean, let's just put it. We talk about everything. everything. I mean, we right. really do. There's really yes. nothing. I don't think that there's, well, I don't think that I've ever not shared something in my life with you. And that's what is crazy to me is that. I wish I think I don't think yeah like I wish that there people could look at you look at you the way that I look at you which is this inc- just this incredibly funny witty beautiful courageous woman but then then there's people that don't actually see you for who you really are but I know it's true because I know what freaking everything about you mm-hmm. you know yeah. and um yeah so I just I love that I can just lay it all out there and it's just absolutely pretty it is. So with it our is. with our with our dreams, which God does want us to have dreams. He does. And it comes in the overflow. I mean, you and said that beautifully. Yeah. I love that. You it, it comes from the abundance of being full. Um we don't have to share all of them because because we were the, we, we each have 25. 25. And then we'll probably talk about maybe so. we'll talk about them over different podcasts yes. and we could do that and just focus on a couple. But I want to go back of why we wrote these dreams. It was at Free the Dream that um, you and Cliff put on this past September. Yep. Bet one of the best conferences truly that I've ever been to. And I've been to a lot of conferences Thank in my you. life. Um, because, well, not only was there truth shared, but people were like-minded, excited to be there. And then it was also interactive and, and it was just, you could feel truly, um, the spirit of restoration and 
freedom and all of this just over the whole thing. It was just really, really a great thing to be a part of. And, um, I'm not paid. I don't get a penny from any of this, y'all. I really don't. Um, Me neither. <laughs> but, but what I was getting ready to say is I would highly recommend that conference. Yes. Because, and it's going to happen again Thank next you. year. It is. Um, and, in September again. And just because of not only what happened there, but what I've seen happen afterwards. It's not. It's been amazing. Yeah. It's not, it's not just been this. It's not just been this one weekend kind of thing. It actually had impact on on and people moving they forward. They carried it out with them yeah. and their um the information and and the content that was shared came with a call to action. Mm-hmm. And to see people pick up that call to action and move forward in their own dreams. Mm-hmm. And to see people fight through fears and shame. shame and bondage that has been holding them back and to fight their way to freedom, to being who God called them, cre- um, who God has Create. created them to be. It's a humbling experience mm-hmm. to be part of. I listen to people talk about free the dream and I don't even, I can't even kind of comprehend that mm-hmm. I was a part of planning that. Yeah, it was incredible. And that God used us in a way to bring that to people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this podcast us so. coming back to do this podcast is a direct result of, of free the dream. Yep. Um, it's a, is a direct result of, of being in that place and knowing again, feeling and hearing that call. Okay. Start, start sharing your message. Um, and, you all have you all who listen know that we don't do this perfectly. You all hear that we we mess up. You all there's so many things. But I hope that you know that it hasn't me being this worry ward of perfectionism at times I mean, with certain things about how people view me. I don't worry. There's a lot of things I don't care about, but how people view me, I'm a perfectionist at. And I've learned that about myself. Um, we're breaking her free from that correct. because she's learning that she cannot live her life under the perception of what other people correct. think of her. She's also learning that, you know, it's not a great place to be. No. And it has, I mean, and I, and I really, really, that's that journey that I talked about last week started when I was about 30 and, mm-hmm. and I'm 11 years into this process of God saying, okay, enough is enough. Bless your heart. That's what bless, he, bless your heart. That's what he said. God said, <laughs> Sarah Moore, bless your heart. Let's, he let's has, move you. He but has your re, um, reputation. Yeah. It's a big reputation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taylor Swift. Um, but um, but you all have seen us just bomb at different episodes yeah. and whatever, but we're doing it. Absolutely. And we're doing it because we're called we're to do called it. We're called to do it. It comes out of who, are we, who we were created to be, but hopefully you also know because we love – people and we love to have other people know that they can be authentic, know that they can be free, know that they can mess up and still be of use because I'll just speak for myself. I know that I'm a screw up, but yet God still uses mm-hmm. me. And that's, what's incredible about God. He didn't have to entrust us. Look with, at the people he called to follow him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Dude, you want the definition of screw up? Like let's name them. Right. We all are. <laughs> like we all are. Yeah. It's, it's, our human nature to be screw ups. Yeah. 
So don't let. So embrace it. Yeah. <laughs> the more you try to fight it, the harder your life will be. <laughs> embrace embrace I, I embrace the, em, em, embrace your imperfect yeah you are perfectly imperfect i wanted to that's exactly right i want to say embrace your screw-ups but i don't i mean like <laughs> that's what it, but you said it a lot better than me so there you have it so you want to share i've been saying it a lot so. <laughs> perfect do you want to share a couple dreams do we have time to do yeah that? we have time to to do a couple how many do you want to share well let's just see how far we get into it i All mean right. like what okay so you, you want me to start yeah your first my my first my first dream I want a custom made desk for my craft room that has the ability to first has the correct measurement so that it's big enough for me to do certain projects mm-hmm. on but then has the ability to be tall when I need to stand and work and can crank down and be lowered when I need to sit to work. Love that. Yes. That's really really cool. What a great Thank idea. You. Okay, mine's write a book. Well, that's I, somewhere down here. Right? I know. I'm just saying that was the first thing I wrote. I want to write a book. Um, when I was a little girl, I wrote this book in second grade about about myself getting sucked down into the ocean with the mermaid and being able to go to this mermaid castle and meet all these people. Um, it was something called Young Authors. I think that that book was spawned by the movie Splash. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> but, but might have something to do with it. Might have. But um but I wrote a book about me me being with this, with these mermaids and it won the school one for the school. And then um that was exciting, so I got this medal to for young authors in second grade. Then in fourth or fifth grade, I or I don't even know, I wrote this another book about um a girl who wanted to play football so bad. Which that was that I was that girl. I would be in the backyard, um, being trying to be the quarterback of all the neighborhood kids, the boys being, and um, and I was really good, by the way. I really was. Um, <laughs> um, and so she dressed up as a boy so she could be, so she could play football, and it ended up winning the county. Um, but they said that I didn't go further than that because it, there was a movie about. But that one really wasn't spawned by a movie. I had never seen that. I think, but I I don't. I don't know, okay. but I mean, that was just out of my heart. So I've always had this passion to write. Um, and that has just been, just has been in me, but I struggle with, if it's not perfect, if it's not going to do anything, then I don't want to write. Like I'll start and then I'm like, nope, can't do it. Not going to do it. You can't revise something that's not finished. Okay. Very good. Good point. But what I'm trying to say is what if, again, it, it goes back to these what ifs, fear, fear of failure, all of these things. I know, Can't I know you're shaking what ifs. I know, I know what it's true. I'm just telling you my thought process. Well, here. I feel like your thought process needs to be reminded of what is true. My thought process <laughs> sucks sometimes. Let's just be really honest about it. I so get just, it. just continue to drown your thought process in truth until you get a first draft. Oh, yeah. All right. And so, then I'll read it. Oh, gracious. Well, anyway, so, but I had to go back. But what I'm trying to say is I'm learning that who God's created yes. us to be has been with us it's this entire time. entire time. And I look back on my life and it's been this, I was writing books. I was writing things. I was doing all of that so long ago. And then the first dream I put down is write a book. So who knows? Maybe it'll be about a quarterback, a girl who wants to be a quarterback in, in the ocean with mermaids. I have no idea. Maybe that will be my book. I would read that book. 
let me tell you, I read. So, okay, the the cover of this book about the mermaid and and the and and the quarterback, poor little girl. Um, bless her heart. Bless her. Makes me. It makes me. Rem- oh, I really have to text my son what to order from from the deli. Oh, okay. At, All right. So um, you go ahead if you're not. Gonna- but no, I oh. want to tell this story about. So I mean, like lots of years ago, because Jane was maybe five. I mean, McKenna was little, and um, and we were at your house, and the girls were upstairs playing, mm-hmm. and McKenna comes down the stairs, dressed in Cinderella dress up, wearing a football helmet, <laughs> carrying a Nerf gun, <laughs> and I'm like, that girl's gonna change the world. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> that's funny. So that that's yes. like that's what your book made me think. Of. Maybe that uh, you little know, girls, we can do anything we want to do. Yeah, anything yeah. that God has truly Absolutely. placed on our hearts, what He's called us to do, we cannot live in fear. And speaking of girls, Steph just showed me this video, um, video of Adam Levine's um, um, "Girl Like You," "Girl Like You" song, and. One of the best music videos I have ever seen in my life. I love how this man who is, we could just sit there and watch him sing because he's a really great singer and he's, and he's kind of pretty to look at. I knew you were going to say he's pretty to look at. I almost said, and Steph's going to say pretty to look at. I almost took it right out of your mouth, but I knew it. Okay. So we could sit there and listen to him, but instead he brings in all of these women who whether they have different, are pretty to look at. <laughs> well, they're yes, they're pretty. But to that's look, not the point of the, them being there. That's not. It's about things that that's their character, it's their personality, and all of these. It's things. Their strength. Yes. It's their uniqueness. It's their individuality. Yes, and I love that. And he brings them all together, and they're all dressed great, mm-hmm. but very modestly. It's not about. Because it's not about correct and, and uh, how their look. It's not about their looks. It's about who they are. Yes, and anybody that knows women or wants to know what what, what women really want, they want to be loved, cherished, and accepted for who they are, not what they can provide you. Absolutely. And so that he he nailed it. And then the end. If you want to watch this music music video to understand why Steph and I are swooning. <laughs> I mean, like we were swooning. Yeah, no, I know. You I need to watch. Hold this. on, I've seen it multiple times, and I swoon every time. Yes, <laughs> you need to watch this whole video, um, because the end is just so beautiful. And then I'll give. We'll give you a week to to watch it, and if, that's right. And, and then we'll, we'll come back and we'll talk about it because I want to. I don't want to ruin. I, I don't want to ruin. I don't want to take it away. So we'll you have to experience. Yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll talk about it next week. So can you write us a note that we're going to talk about girls like you video? Yep. Okay. You want to share your next goal? Yes, absolutely. I want to. This this is a big one for me. Uh-huh. Um, I want to personally contribute twenty thousand dollars a month to um, our business's income. That's incredible. I just want somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> this poor divorce girl. <laughs> So good for you. I'm really yes. excited. Okay. Yes. That's awesome. Um, that's a, that, like you. Yeah. That, that, that's your goal and your dream. That's incredible. And you're, and you're, has, and you're well on your way. I am on my way. And, um, and so here's the thing is that one thing that I have struggled with for the last, you know, 20 plus years is that, 
le- less so less so recently just need mm-hmm. to say that <laughs> i did not go to college i got married straight out of high school um for those of you who don't know i got married the week after i turned 18 <laughs> and i have not worked outside of our home in nearly 18 years It'll be 18 years in February. And when Megan and Matthew were little, I really struggled with not, I really struggled with my worth and my value because I didn't have a college degree. And when I met certain people and they would talk about college experiences or and I don't have anything to to share there that's not my experience that was not the path that I chose for my life I would feel you know what what is it left out is that Mm -hmm. what yep left out and lonely Mm -hmm. (laughs) less than left out and lonely it's not something I struggle with now but it, it there are times in my life that I have struggled with those things and so you know, what can I do? What could I possibly do to contribute income in for my family? And God has given me that path and he has he has shown me how I am doing that mm-hmm. and how I am going to do that. And and so that's an exciting thing. Yes, it is. And it's I'm re- doing it without a college degree. And it's really exciting to watch. What I love too is that you have a partner who is coming along beside you yes. and also who's cheering you on and and letting you be who God created you to be. Yes. And it, it might have taken, you know, 18 years or whatever it is to per, to really get there. To really get there, yeah. Um, he's been willing to watch and to cheer you on and to do all of that. That in and of itself is an unbelievable gift. Thank and you. I really marvel at how both I... both you and Cliff have cheered each other on in your different pursuits in life. And that is awesome. Um, Anyone who has had any kind of um, window into my marriage knows that one of my absolute favorite things, one of the reasons that God put me on this earth is to give my husband a hard time. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. It brings me such joy. Mm -hmm. And, and most of the time he knows I'm, I'm, I'm playing, you know, we have a very fun and funny um, way of being with each other and he gets me he doesn't get enough credit for being who he is when i came home from colorado in 2012 and i i haven't i've had people tell me like i haven't talked like in depth enough about about the change that i experienced when i went to the captivating retreat in 2012 and at some point i will i'm sure that it will be um somewhere at some point in in depth and detail but my husband does not get enough credit for being the man that he is (laughs) for literally losing the wife that he had known for the duration of our marriage to whom I came back being. And I, I like he'll, especially in the months directly after when I was still kind of like tiptoeing around and, and, you know, getting comfortable with my freedom myself. He'd be like, I love you. And I'm like, are you sure? Because I'm like, 
way different than than what are you are you sure like i i didn't offer him an out but i think i would have been okay if he wanted one because i was different hmm. but being the man that he is he accepted me just as wholly as he did before i left mm-hmm when he dropped me off at that air, at the airport, he accepted me just as fully as he did when I got off of the plane. And your relationship and your marriage and, and where you are is so much richer because he did. It is. And if he wouldn't have allowed that change, if he wouldn't have allowed that healing, if he wouldn't have allowed that journey, if he would have fought you on it, you we wouldn't, wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be where we are. Neither of you would be. Neither I would. firmly mm-hmm. believe that because you were, because when you're married, you're one, you're tied together. It's, this, you're, I know you're, you're one person, you're two unique individual people, but you're one person. We're so one when, unit. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. one. Well, yes. Yeah. And yes. Thank you. So it's just, it's like, if he wouldn't have accepted, it just wouldn't have, it wouldn't have worked. He couldn't have done what he's doing now. You're obviously not going to be able to do. Right. It's been beautiful to see. Thank you. We're stronger together. Mm-hmm. We are stronger together. So. Well, let me tell you, we each had time to share. Well, I you shared, shared number two because I shared number two. Okay. Um, I want to speak at Free the Dream. And, and when is that going to happen, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's why I didn't want to share this because that's in and of itself an incredible story. Um, it is. So we'll start there okay. when we when we come back to these. Yeah. But- yeah. So my second dream is to speak at Free the Dream. Um, and I wrote this. Um at the at the conference i wrote this down and that's i really want to get into why which would have been on saturday yes would have been right? on saturday the, the conference, conference was friday saturday and half of the day sunday so that you so, wrote that on, on saturday. saturday and i so i want to be able to to tell the story fully okay uh, we're gonna open with this story next week yeah i'm excited to share that and then mm-hmm. also you need if if you want to join us in uninvited to read that, so you kind of have a clue of what we're saying there, um, I would highly recommend this book. It is just, it's just good wisdom. It really it's is really good stuff to help to make you feel normal. If you feel kind of crazy, I mean, it's really good. And the other thing is to watch that video. I, I'm, I'd love, yes, watch it. Cause we're going to talk about that. Actually, that's probably what we'll open with next week. And then we'll talk about um, Sarah's, Second, my second, second dream, dream, which is to speak it for yes, the dream. But so my kids love to watch like vines. Oh, yeah. And there is, I don't even know if it's a vine, if that's what they would call it. But anyway, there is this, this video that they watch and think is hilarious. And it's this dog who is just talking in this nonsense, but there it, it's, um, it's subtitled. <laughs> okay. And so he tells another dog that, if the ball is too big for your mouth, then it's not your ball. And he says, and that's a good wisdom. So when you were talking about that, and I'm thinking, that's a good, that's a good wisdom, Sarah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And, and, this book and, is full of good wisdom. That's right. And, um, and I really like that. If the ball's too big for your mouth, it's, it's, not, your it's ball. not your ball. And I really think that we ought to end on that because that's some good wisdom right there. That's some good wisdom. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Continue to live your life authentically. We love you.